Do not confuse this with treatment or mental health advice or direction. Nothing on this podcast is made to supplement or supersede the relationship and direction of your mental health caretakers. Although David Koslowski is a licensed marriage and family therapist, he is not functioning as a certified mental health professional in this environment. And same applies to any professional who may appear on the Light the Fight podcast. Hey everybody, welcome to another episode of Light the Fight. As always, I'm your host, David, and as always, we are brought to you by 1-800-CONTACTS. I want to give them a big shout out and also let you know or remind you that if you get contacts or if you need contacts, don't think about it. Just get them from 1-800-CONTACTS. They've been around forever because they know how to make great contacts and they're great people at the same time. They support us. They've always been there for us, so we want to support them as well. So now let's get to the episode. I got a question to answer from an Instagram question. We got a number of them a little while ago when we put a, a little survey, not survey, just a little, what are those little things you put in Instagram? I don't know. I, I don't understand Instagram, but just ask a question if people have any questions. So one of the questions uh, that I want to answer today goes as following. It says, what do you do when your teen, teens, plural, I don't know if that meant to be plural or not, but when your teens don't care about their grades and how it will impact college scholarships? Okay. Well, for Professional parents or parents that want their kids to go to college and want them to get scholarships, uh, not just for their own betterment, but for also for your pocketbooks, you don't have to pay as much money and they don't have to go into as much debt. That can be a very frustrating situation because you know the pitfalls from from when you have a smart student, a kid who's very well capable of getting college scholarships. If they don't put in the effort, they're going to regret it. You want to save your kids from those issues. I get it. I don't blame you. And if they're not scared enough and if they're not taking that serious, that's not your problem. Now, you may argue, well, it is my problem, David, because who do you think they're going to come to and ask for money? Well, I suggest you give them a contract. Now, this is more of like a, a fake contract. It's not a real contract. Okay. So the fake contract, and I've never done a podcast about this because I haven't done this a lot with a lot of families. I only do this with kids who like to argue and like to debate and like to go back and forth. Usually when I tell kids, all right, I will give you freedom from your parents nagging you about something if you sign an agreement that you will not ask them for something in return. So for example, in this situation, college scholarship, I had this one kid, his dad was a doctor. I mean, like a real doctor. I don't know if you know, he wasn't a surgeon, but he was a successful doctor. His dad would tell me all the time, my kid's smart, he's intelligent, he's smarter than I was when I was his age. However, he doesn't have the work ethic, and if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't do X, Y, or Z, he's not going to get um, any academic scholarships, and then I'm not going to pay for his college. And so the dad had a lot of resentment towards his son because his son got decent grades, but definitely not good enough grades to get like a college scholarship. He probably had like a, maybe like barely 3.0 or something like that. And so, hey, good grades, just not academic scholarship grades. Well, the kid and his dad, they had a little discussion in my office and the discussion went something like this. Dad was like, well, I'm just frustrated with my son because he doesn't put out effort into schoolwork. Son said, well, dad, I'm a two sport athlete. I tired. I don't want to come home and do homework until midnight and be tired the next day. So I do just the bare minimum to, you know, get B's because I think that's what the parents said. Like you can't get below B's, but the dad was like, you can't get scholarships with B's. And so they had this little back and forth and I said, okay, well, why don't you guys do this? Have you ever thought of making the agreement 
that he doesn't have to get a college scholarship academically. Or, I mean, by the way, he really wanted an athletic scholarship. I, sh I should put that up there. Um, so he wasn't really going for the academic scholarship. His dad was convinced that, not that he wasn't good enough to get an, uh, uh, an athletic scholarship, but his dad was like, hey, it's a whole lot easier to get academic scholarships for grades. But to get football scholarships, and I think it was football and baseball, those type of scholarships a lot harder. And you can't go to as good a school. So he said, hey, if you get an academic scholarship to you know, a school, then I will pay you X amount of dollars. I'll help you out. But if you get a football scholarship, they're going to pay for it anyway. So there's this constant debate. They're both very clever guys. So I just said, why don't we do this? Why don't you, talking to the son, why don't you sign a contract with your dad that if you do not get an academic scholarship, you will not ask your dad for financial support while in college? The son was like, sure, no problem with me. The dad, however, was like, I don't believe it. I don't believe that he is not going to ask me for help. So I talked to the son for a little bit and the dad, and I said, you know what, son? Or not son. I told the young man, I said, why don't you step outside the office? Let me talk to your dad for a little bit. And the dad was like, nope, nope. The dad was seen as very logical. He's seen, if my son does not get an academic or athletic scholarship, which he thought both of them weren't really that likely, and he was just being honest with me, right? So he goes, if I think my son is not going to get those, I know my son. He is going to ask me, dad, can you pay for my first year's tuition? Dad, can you do this? Can you pay for my dorms? Can you pay for X, Y, and Z, all these different types of things? He said, so I'm sorry, but you don't know my son. He is going to ask me for those things. And I said, I know he's going to ask you for those things. I'm not naive to this. I go, how did you become a doctor? Was it because your parents paid for everything? Was it because they... They powdered your bum in the morning and they took good care of you and they, they made sure that, you know, your hair was brushed and your teeth were brushed all the way up until your senior year of high school. And when you went off to college, they, they just took care of everything for you. He said, no, absolutely. He said, I paid for every single penny of every single class I had, every book I had. He goes, I didn't have academic scholarships. I didn't take high school seriously. So I had to work 10 times harder and my son, or I don't want my son to be just like me. I said, oh, now I'm starting to see what's going on here. You want to protect your son from having to go through the hardships you went through, but yet the hardships is what you claim and state what made you so successful. He said, yeah. I said, then let your son struggle. Have him sign a contract that says, and I mean, really simple, two-sentence contract. I so-and-so promise that if I do not put out the effort to get an academic scholarship, then I will pay for myself my college. I will not ask my dad for money for um, rent, books, tuition, what have you. And then the dad admitted, he's like, well, I mean, I, I don't, I mean, I, I'd be willing to help him out. By the way, parents flip-flop back and forth. They'll be saying one moment, I'm not going to help my son. I go, okay, tell him you're not going to help him. But I know they're going to ask me for help. Okay, we'll have a contract. So the contract says, that they can ask for help, but on the contract, your job that you sign that if they don't get an academic scholarship, you cannot help them. He goes, well, but I want to help my son. See, this dad wasn't as tough and it wasn't as hard as he thought he was or was pretending to be. I said, dad, it's not about that. You can always help your child. But if your child looks at a contract that he made when he was 17 years old 
and he goes into his first year of college. He's asking for help. And you say, son, we had this contract. My part of the contract was, I'm not going to give you a hard time about the grades. You determine, you know, if you're going to work really hard or not. By the way, they did have basic requirements in, in, in the house. Like he couldn't get under B's, right? Or under a B average, so 3.0, which was fine. That's their own thing. So it wasn't like he was letting his kid fail. And his kid wasn't trying to fail. His kid had to be eligible to play sports, right? Kid didn't dislike school. He just didn't want to be an A student. So I said, you're part of the contract. Said you're saying that if my son doesn't get A's or doesn't, you know, get a, a scholarship, then I don't have to, uh, I don't have to help him out with that. The son, his part of the contract was like, all right, I agree that if I don't get uh, a scholarship, then I will be happy to pay for myself. And the dad agreed that he wouldn't nag his son. He wouldn't be on about it. And his son agreed that he wouldn't ask his dad for money after the fact. They wrote up the contract. The dad started to have like some mixed feelings about it. He said, I worked my heart, my, my whole entire life so that I could put money aside for my son. It's just frustrating for me because I have enough money to, to pay for everything for his college scholarship. It's just frustrating me that he's not as hardworking as I was. He's not as motivated. He's not willing to put in the work that, I, that I'm willing to put in. I said, well, that's your fault, right? And he looked at me. He said, my fault. I said, your son comes to our counseling sessions driving a car that's only two years old. I go, what did you drive when you were in high school? The dad said, not that. Because I didn't have a car when I was in high school. I used to have bum rides from my friend. It's okay. Last time I saw your son, he had a brand new pair of Jordans on. Jordans aren't free. If, by the way, if you're listening to this and you don't know how much Jordans, I believe there are Jordan 1s, pretty expensive shoes, right? A couple hundred dollars pair of shoes for this. I said, you know the pants he was wearing? Those are expensive. Shirt he's wearing, the beanie he had on. This son of his had all this fashion and all this swagger and all these cool things about him. I said, Dad, did you have those things when you were in high school in that age? He goes, heck no. I wore like two pairs of shoes, one pair of basketball shoes for basketball practice, one pair of cleats for football. He's like, my parents never spoiled me. Even if they didn't have enough money, they would never spoil me. I said, well, Dad, this isn't just about your son. This is about you. So the answer to this question, how do you deal with that type of a kid? you have to realize that you are partly you know, responsible for creating that kid. So make them a simple contract. I will back off as long as you write on this contract that I so-and-so will not ask you for money to pay for my college expenses. Now, as a parent, I told the dad, I said, you can always give him a get-out-of-jail-free card. Comes a freshman year, if he's like, oh, okay, like I got a little bit of money, some, some grants, this and that, I can pay for this and that and the other, but I don't, I don't really have enough money for like, you know, to, to pay, you know, for my dorm for the first semester. You can say, I tell you what, I'll pay for your dorm for the first semester. But you got to earn money to pay for the second semester and then write that in a contract. The more we do agreements and contracts with our kids, regardless if they're followed through perfectly or not, those are great practices and great learning tools for your kids. Now, we don't have to hold their feet to the fire. Now, you can because it's on the contract. But what you're doing is you're saying, hey, I'm not going to overstep my bounds and do too much for you. Even if you're struggling, if you're asking me for help. Now, if your kid gets in a car accident and they're disabled and, you know, there's things that happen that are horrible accidents that, you know, you want to help them out with their college or whatever it may be, then that's fine. But those are the exceptions to the rule. I really want you to see yourself as you are a partner with your kid. And the more contracts and the more agreements you do with your kid where you have to do something or not do something for them, 
and they have to do not, not do something for, the, for, for you or themselves. Those are contingency agreements. My parenting partnership uh, agreement that I talked about in my TED Talk, and I talk about, and I did e-courses that you can go to my website and buy for 99 bucks how to do it. All those things, they're basically saying the same things. Life is all about agreements and contracts. There's social contracts that we make. When we get married, when we're dating someone, there's social contracts in, in our workplace. There's social contracts with our friends that, that are outside of the actual written contracts of business agreements. There's a contract at a fitness club. There's contract, you know, if you uh, have daycare and you sign up for daycare, there's contracts constantly in our day-to-day lives. You want to help your kid come up with a contract that's mutually benefiting, but also prevents you from saving them if things get tough, but gives them enough freedom to either dig their own grave, meaning their own financial grave, or to be able to figure out for themselves if it's going to matter or not. Because I'm less concerned about your kid going to college or not going to college. And by the way, talking to someone who has a graduate degree, I think it's less about if they go or not, and more important, how they go. I could have never successfully graduated from graduate school if I just felt I had to go and had to appease my parents. I never desired to go to graduate school. That came after I'd already taken a couple years outside of my undergraduate. I found out what I wanted to do, what I was passionate about. Then I went to graduate school. So it's more important how your kids go to college and not when and for what reason outside of their own desires. Okay. So check that out, you guys. Rewind this. Go back. Look at this contracts agreement. Very important. That's my answer to that question. Thank you for the parent that sent in that question. And as always, you guys, follow us on Instagram. Follow us on YouTube. Uh, I think that's the only platforms we're active on right now. So Instagram, YouTube, um, or wherever you uh, listen to this pod, or wherever you listen to podcasts. And until next time, thank you for helping me to light the fight.